right in the middle of a series of messages and studies that are called Who Do You Think You Are? We're trying to uncover the answer to that question. But more accurately, we're trying to find out from God's perspective who are you? Who is God say that we are? Because when we know who the Holy Spirit says we are, I believe, we'll find it a little easier to live the way Jesus taught it for us. We live in a world filled with evil, brokenness, and rebellion against God. Now, there is none of those new flags and anybody who pays attention to Jesus. 
need to leave us all to reinvent themselves and change. We'll, we'll be able to give us the most honest response to our questions. How did Jesus keep me secure in a world full of uncertainty? So, turn with me to Ephesians chapter 1. We'll be looking at verses 1 through. Now we've already kind of drifted into the first page of the letter. Uh, last week we read the first part, and uh, just to give you a quick recap, he says you've received every spiritual blessing. God loves you. Created the entire universe to see all the place you live, and He can know you. That's what it was all about. And first, Jews believed in Jesus because, well, He came to them first. And then all of us, the Gentiles, were added as we put our faith in Jesus. We heard the message about Him. And He says in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 15, For this reason, since you have heard the message and put your faith in Jesus, ever since I heard about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all of God's people, simple. It only has five buttons. I needed one with one button. Oh, wow. He's smarter, smarter than the remote. That's my goal for today. This reason, ever since I heard about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all God's people, I have not stopped giving thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers. We're about to give a clue to what Paul Praise for for these people and how he what he wants for them. He says, I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation, so that you may know Him better. We ask you, God, to give you His spirit so that you can know Him better. The first thing He wants for them is that they would know God better. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened, that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people. We pray that they would know God better, that they would know the hope who we have, and that they would know the riches of the glorious inheritance we have in God's holy people. Earlier this morning, we looked around at each other. Now, I'm not sure exactly. I don't know how many of you look at each other, but this is my glorious inheritance. Why do you keep all of it? You know how we do it.
thing you want to spit out is incomparably great power. God is incomparably great power for for us who believe. That's incomparably great power. What power? That power is the same as the mighty strength he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realm. Far above all rule and authority, power and dominion, and every name that is invoked, not only in the present age, but also in the one to come. Power that raised Jesus from the dead and made him the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, put him on the throne of the universe and beyond. Great power of God is for us. I think that. For us. And God placed all things under his feet, under Jesus' feet, and appointed him to be head over everything for the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills everything. In every way. He is the head. He is on the throne. Jesus is on the throne. He's the King of Kings. He's the Lord of Lords. He's the head over everything for the church. For us. His power is for us. His authority is for us. So how can Jesus keep us secure in a world filled with evil, brokenness, and sin? Well, here's the sermon in a sentence you can preach. Well, don't forget anything else I say, but this is, you know, this is like the mega thing on to. How is secure in Christ, but all other ground is simply sin? How many of you see somebody in a movie fall into quicksand? Right? Old Westerns, high movies, you name it. Somebody has a big you know, picture on the like TV and we're talking about quicksand. You, you can hang on to Jesus and be secure in Christ, or you can be standing in quicksand instead. You might have no security and an approval from other people. But you and I both know that affirmation, love, and relationships will let you down. Nothing, none of them will last forever. They tell me, I have no idea because I've never been married. I know numbers only are big enough to figure this out, but I have read that. It takes 11 compliments to even out one insult. One cross word, you need 11 dead people to affirm you just to make it easier. If you are seeking for approval, you are just seeking to be the opposite of this. All it takes is one guy with a little bit of road rage to cut you off and lose you. 
approval doesn't last. So you can be secure in Christ because all of the world is confusing. You can buy two security and have control. And you have to control everything and everyone. The thing that I like is that I can do that. I'm a recovery control freak, so anybody who felt like they were sitting on you there, I was really happy with it. But okay. You and I both know that self-discipline, foregone conclusion, and religious standards that you think that you and everybody else have to live up to, will let you down. They will let you down. You cannot control every possibility. You cannot control. You can't control yourself. A lot of other people. Somebody said that the best advice that you ever received is that somebody said, You can give up the, uh, the impossible of trying to control other people and, and uh, grab a hold of the uh, barely manageable of taking care of yourself. And, and I looked at it and I thought, Well, barely manageable is an interesting choice of words. Uh, Myself a little hard to get along with sometimes. Anyway, you can be secure in Christ, but all on the ground is thinking freely. You can keep thinking of security and power, but you're above all the success and winning and influence is going to let you down. Everybody loses from time to time, and no one has the ability, no one can influence all the people all the time. There will always be somebody who refuses to listen to you. You can be secure in Christ, but all other ground is just thinking. So you can look for security in comfort. But you and I both know that solitude, relaxation, and freedom will let you down. I didn't have time to do this, but. As I was drawing to the uh, Odyssey picture on Facebook today, it looked to me like a balloon with a guy sitting inside. And my first thought was, I'm not going to be able to get inside of this But someone was like, look, you can reach out to You know, we say that if we can just shut out all the uncomfortable things and people in the world, that we would be okay. Everything would be secure. We feel safe. So here's the bad news. Here's the reality. Your problems as people will always find you. Especially if you're hiding in a clear plastic bubble. You can be secure in Christ, but all of the ground is thinking safe. Real security comes from knowing Jesus is with you, no matter what happens around you. Most people have, have heard of Martin Luther King Jr., and he's known for his uh, passion for racial justice. And his nonviolent resistance. But a lot of people are not familiar with his faith, his deep personal faith in Jesus. 
you need the reality of God transforming grace to take root deep down in your soul. I want you to listen to the rest of the song because the rest of the song tells the rest of the story. Shadows out that you still love me, but in your eyes there's only grace. You plead my cause. You break my laws. You break my chains. You overcome. You gave your life for me. I will rise with you. That's the statement of faith in the same power that raised Jesus from the dead and put him on the throne of heaven. That King of kings and Lord of lords over everything and everyone. The same power that raised him can raise you. I cannot tell you how great works. I cannot tell you how this it's not it's not explainable. It's probably a big fancy word for that, but it's not explainable. It's easier for me to say. I cannot tell you why God goes and just far beyond sparing us from what we deserve and giving us what Jesus deserves. I mean, mercy's a little bit easier for me to understand than grace. Mercy's where he says, you deserve that burn, I can give that to you. You know, mercy is when the police officer starts to produce 75 in a 55 mile an hour zone. That never happened to me. Well, that's a long time. Uh, and he doesn't give you the ticket that you deserve. That's mercy. Says, not only will I not give you what you deserve, he'll give you everything that Jesus deserves, every spiritual blessing. That everything that Jesus would have is yours. Every time he breaks the chains 
that you just lay it out there. This is my job.
Story of 